start. Sooners of Oklahoma 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. What is going on, Sooner Nation? Thank you all for tuning into a special edition episode of the Barry and Max Show. As recruiting heats up, we're going to be bringing you quick hitting episodes with our lead recruiting analyst, Chris Mason from Sooners360.com. He does a fantastic job covering recruiting over there. Follow him on Twitter at CM underscore Sooners360. Big weekend for the Sooners. A lot of players on commit watch. Give us the rundown on where the momentum seems to be heading for a few certain prospects for the Sooners. Well, the the first name is uh, North Carolina uh, linebacker James Nesta. He's you know about six five two two oh five two ten. He's also an excellent pitcher. So OU did a big job this weekend making sure he got time with both Skip Johnson uh, and the OU football staff because he's going to play. He's going to play baseball if he uh, he's going to play baseball and football in college. He's announcing tomorrow night at seven p.m. It looks like OU has has secured secured his commitment. We, we want to we won't spoil James's thunder completely, but it looks like OU's in the lead there. And they canceled a visit from Ty Anthony Smith today, uh, an outside linebacker from the Texas area, who I think would have been competing with Nesta for one of the two linebacker spots on the outside. I think Nesta grows into his body and becomes a rangy, athletic sideline to sideline. Uh, Outside linebacker for OU, something like 6'4", 6'5", 215, 220, something like that. He's got a lot, lot of, there's a lot of different directions of potential he could go. The, the next player is a name we've been talking about quite a bit, is the Oklahoma City product, Michael Patterson McDonald, uh, safety 5'11", 185. Uh, sort of, he's had an offer since early spring. He really seems to be kind of locked in with OU. He doesn't have a lot of other official, official visits going on. And he seems to be uh, pretty firmly locked in with OU. We don't have a commitment date yet. And that kind of ties into our third name that we posted is we went ahead and put in a prediction for David Stone, the Mm. five-star all-everything defensive tackle from uh, IMG, but originally from the Oklahoma City area. Michael, uh, David Stone, and Caden Durham are all longtime friends. Caden Durham originally played, I believe, at Southmore. Uh, until he was about, I think, uh, until about ninth or 10th grade, and then he switched to Duncanville. So he has a lot of connections, a lot of connections in that area. So uh, I'm not, David Stone didn't drop this weekend. I thought there's a chance he might, but David's really a pretty gregarious, uh, kind of a big big showman kind of guy. I think we're looking at, he's going to take a visit to Michigan State, and then we're looking at him shutting down recruiting and, we're going to see some big splash from David Stone, I think, in July when he makes his final decision. I don't know if that's a Instagram Live big event, if that's a, a web webcasted event with one of the major recruiting networks, either uh, Rivals 247 or On3, uh, convinces him to do kind of a live streaming event. Uh, but it's going to be a big deal for David. He's going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of graphics. There's probably going to be a video. Uh, video package. So he's going to probably take a little time, I think, after the Michigan State visit to put all that together. So, and, and David Stone is as close as, 
close as you can get to a five-star quarterback in terms of appeal from other players uh, as you can from a defensive tackle because he's, you know, he's been a recruiting star for three years at this point. He's been on IMG. IMG is on TV, on ESPN. Uh, he's the best player on IMG's team this year. So when you're talking about like star power, usually it takes sort of like a Jackson Arnold or a Caleb Williams type guy to give you that kind of charisma. Hyde Piper, bring the staff, you know, bring the rest mm. of the players, you know, hey, I'm, you know, follow me to follow, you know, follow me to victory kind of guy. And David Stone, David Stone has that kind of pers- personality. Which brings us to the the progress that seems to have been made by the Sooners. There are names, Chris, that weren't being mentioned as far as defensive line prospects. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a few names pop up. Talk about the defensive line recruiting process and really where it stands here on June 19th. Yeah, so OU's had their two big weekends. They've had all of their top defensive line prospects in town. And uh, Barry, if you were asking me today, today, right now, what, what D-line guys I think OU would end up with, and I'm not talking about edge rushers so much, but just the, D, the, the core D-line group, I would say OU's going to get David Stone, Williams Winery, Nigel Smith, and Dominic McKinley. And that is four of the top 15 defensive linemen in the country. That's the number one defensive end. And David Stone or Justin Scott, the the big defensive tackle from uh, Chicago, Illinois area, are probably one, two at defensive tackle, depending upon the ranking services. David's one in some, Scott's one in others. It's they're probably 1A, 1B. And then, and then uh, Dominic McKinley is top 30 in the country as well. And, and Nigel Smith is, just, is, is only a 6'5", 265-pound defensive end or defensive tackle who's a top 100 player in the country. So one, you know, a, a guy we would have screamed at about two years ago is now the, the fourth name I mention when I go through the rankings. So the only negative progress appears to be um, Joseph Jonah Yonje seems to be seems to be wired into the UGA. He's going to take a UGA visit. Something strange is going to have to happen on that UGA visit for for OU to get to for OU to be able to get back into a position where I think they get his signature. I mean, either way, though, I mean, if you were to tell Sooner fans six months ago that that would be their uh, possible class for the 2024 recruiting cycle. Um, maybe trading a McKinley for a JJA makes things a little more bearable in, in terms of still landing an elite, high-level prospect. Chris, any surprises, a- any prospects over the weekend that you heard about where you thought, man, that's kind of interesting, or, or anything that maybe you thought wasn't going OU's way but now is, or possibly vice versa? Well, I think the number one surprise is Terry Bussey the uh, number one athlete in the nation from Texas who visited. I think OU fans kind of thought, well, he's coming in and OU's taking a stab at him, but this is, this is kind of a long shot play. It looks like OU really landed their message with Bussy and maybe is targeting Bussy to be one of the four wide receivers they sign. And Terry Bussy is a, is an, is an, a legit track athlete. He is a legit athlete at the position at wide receiver. He's 5'11", 185 pounds, maybe, and he is—he does—he looks—he looks in really good shape. I mean, he's 
And he just on his on film, he's just a star. He's just making plays left and right, uh, breaking tackles and just shoving, you know, sloughing off tackles. So I think he is the the biggest surprise. Anything more negative? I, you know, I think OU, you know, uh, Zeta Umazulu visited. I think he had a good visit, but I think a little bit like Marcellus Williams, who just verbal to USC. You know, Marcel had a good visit to OU, but the brother connection, his brother Max Williams plays at USC, was kind of too much. And I think Umazulu is going to visit Texas soon, and that's probably going to be where he heads up. So uh, his brother is there, Neto uh, Umazulu, who's a big offensive guard from about from about two years ago. So you know, I think that's that's maybe the two negatives. Um, uh, that's maybe the negative there. And uh, you know, and the and JJA OU wasn't really. It doesn't look like o, OU was able to dent UGA's lead. He's he's tracking. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't visit UGA and then make a commitment date announcement right after that. Chris, before we get out of here today, we have a lot of uh, casual fans who listen to the podcast. Where running back is always an intriguing, uh, highly discussed position. Kind of a little bonus question here at the end of the day. Anything. You can tell us on that as it relates to uh, to Durham, to Tatum, any anything of interest to Sooner fans without uh, giving them the, the the whole bite of the apple. Make sure to go check out Sooners360.com where we go into a little more detail on some of these recruiting scenarios and also tell you where we think guys probably end up. Anything on that, Chris, that you can tell us? I, I think there's three running backs, Xavier Robinson, Caden Durham, and Taylor Tatum. And they're battling for two spots. So if one of them falls quickly, then I think OU's only going to be in a position to take one of the other ones. So Xavier Robinson seems to be uh, the name everyone's throwing around that may decide soon. Uh, there was a rash of commitment predictions on Caden Durham. I'm not sure Caden's ready to pull the trigger yet. That's not something some of our sources are saying. So it's it's interesting. There's a lot of smoke there, but it's it's kind of confusing. So, uh, and then Taylor Tatum, um, it looks like USC maybe is ahead, but he wants to play baseball again. He wants to play baseball with uh, at college, and USC's moving to the Big Ten, and the and the Big Ten is just flat out not a not a baseball conference. Uh, if you want to play big-time baseball, you do not play baseball in the Big Ten. They've had one World Series uh, entry, I think, in the last five years, whereas the SEC has had something ridiculous like 17. And that's, that's I know, you playing SEC baseball next, in, uh, next year. So if baseball is that big a deal, it might be, it might be interesting. Skip, Skip Johnson could help OU have landed two players. So we'll, we'll see. And they would be two good players for OU baseball. So. That's the, that's the, it's hard to know where that's going to go, but the, the running back situation is there's two slots and there's three guys OU wants. So I don't know how you make that work if everybody wants to be Sooners. As we uh, keep progressing in this recruiting cycle, we're going to keep bringing you these awesome little special edition episodes. Chris, one more time, tell folks where they can go follow you and how they can see your content. Well, first off, subscribe to Sooners360.com. We're posting, we posted all kinds of content over the weekend. We had first day barbecue U notes before any other site. Uh, we've been posting updates all day today. Uh, you can also listen to me on the Sooners 360 recruiting podcast that I do with Matt Burns. 
and Caleb Cummings. That's going to record this week on Wednesday. And then finally, you can also follow me at CM underscore Sooners360 on Twitter, where I'm posting all of our, all of our predictions and, uh, and notes and letting you know when there's great content on our website. Well, folks, thank you all for tuning in today. Make sure to stay tuned to the Barry and Mac Show feed as well as the Sooners 360 Recruiting Podcast, and we will be back soon. 